the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Welcome to the new episode. So excited to have the very talented Cultura. Cultura is a world-renowned choreographer, dancer, and recording artist from Miami, Florida. Cultura was raised in Los Angeles, where she began her career in dance and found her true passion through hip-hop. She has danced and taught all over the world, from Colombia to Spain, Mexico, China, Thailand, you name it. In 2017, she danced on tour with Ariana Grande and now works with major Latin artists like Farruko, Wisin Yandel, Maluma, most recently, Cultura moved to Miami to help build the dance industry here and is ready to represent big for this very, very big Latin market. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone, to another episode here with Girls Gone Boss. I'm Gabby and Alex. Obviously, I don't think we need to be introducing yeah, ourselves three anymore. seasons it's, in, but just in case y'all forgot my voice. I think something. they were so used to it that it's like auto, it's a, it's an automatic. So like we just <laughs> automatically say it, but we don't need to. We're recording from Alex's house all the way in like West Palm Beach. Woo, far, very far. But I am honored to have someone so talented on this call today. We're doing Skype interviews now, guys. So we're getting a little technical in here, y'all. <laughs> and um, I'm excited to have us have such a great talent. Like I said, Cultura is on the phone with us. Welcome, Cultura. Hi, Cultura. Thank you. Thank you so much, girl, for having me. I'm I'm super excited to have you on. Um, I met you just briefly during an event. I believe it was Art Basel. And it was a joy to know that your name is Gabby, too. I was like, hey! <laughs> exactly. There's not a lot of us. Not a lot of us. but And also just, it was a joy to see how humble and cool and calm and collected and just warm energy that you have. So thank you for, for taking oh, on you. this interview. Of so, course. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was watching some of this stuff that I found on YouTube and I saw through a video called Dance Through Culture that you started a quote saying being Cuban and being race Cuban may be intense. That's kind of how you kicked off <laughs> that video. Just tell us a little yeah. bit about being Cuban and your upbringing and how the culture has been so important to making who you are today. I think it was, it is my muse. So it inspires me to be, um, you know, to speak through my culture, to speak through my experiences and my journey. My grandfather was a political journalist in Cuba and um, outside of Cuba as well, well known here in Miami. And so that was kind of my inspiration. You know, everything that I do, all of my choreography or my plays or all the little artistic outlets that I do and create come from that, come from wanting to share that story of being Cuban, being Latina, um, coming from an oppressed people, you know. And so that's that's kind of always been what I wanted to express to people and kind of shed light on it because there's not a lot of us creating, especially women. Ex especially women. That's right. And you were raised in Miami, right? Yeah, I, I was born in Miami and I moved to L.A. when I was eight years old. My mom's an actress. So we kind of we made the big move for her, her acting career. Oh, that's awesome. And that's where kind of your yeah. obsession of dance kind of started or exactly right so yeah tell us a little exactly. bit more about that so I started dancing when I was 13 I mean 
in a in a class, but I was dancing when I was like four in my living room since Spice Girls. But uh, professionally or like really really intense training when I was thirteen, and I started with hip hop, and uh, and then I in school, like middle school, high school, I was training in classical styles, ballet, modern jazz, tap, all that classical stuff, and uh, and then when I was about nineteen. I entered the more industry style classes at Millennium in North Hollywood. And that's when I really, really, really got into the industry and started training under professional choreographers and had mentors and all that good stuff. And that was at 19. And also that's when you kind of discovered hip hop. And that's something that kind of like changed the game for you a yeah. little bit, right? That's where you found like your true passion in dance, right? Exactly. Because I, I thought like I, in high school, because I was doing all that classical stuff, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a ballet dancer, modern dancer, whatever. And then I really, really started training in, in urban styles. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm much better at this. <laughs> right. It came like natural to you, right? Yeah. Because I feel exactly. like hip hop being like a hip hop head myself. I feel like hip hop is like a like a lifestyle. It's kind of like an attitude. Like, of course. Like, I don't 100%. know how to explain it because when I hear hip hop, I just kind of come alive. And you just freestyle how you feel. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's totally a culture. 100%. So that's where like, it just kind of like all this, just that's where you found your niche, basically. Exactly. That's where I was like, oh, this is where I can express myself and also just mix my culture into it. You know what I mean? It goes hand in hand, you know, black and brown people made hip hop. So Exactly. And I would assume that's why you went with the name Cultura. Yeah. I mean, that's like everyone's like number one question. I know it's so like, why, why that word? Why, why cultura? And it's kind of, at first, to be honest, it was my Tumblr name. And uh, <laughs> I, just, I just went with it because I was doing music and a, a friend of mine was like, oh, let's do a song. And I said Lady Cultura on the track and someone heard it and was like, oh, that's really good. You should perform. And it kind of like stuck. But I think beyond that, there was, there was always deeper reasoning. I've always loved being Cuban. I've loved cultures in general, cultures of the world, dance culture, food culture, fashion culture. I think cultura and culture is who you are. It, it, it's your story. And so I love it. I resonate a lot with that word. And like I yeah. said, your, your, your name is Gabriela. Is yeah. there any difference? You know how like Beyonce has like Sasha Fierce and then she turns into this other person. Is there like a difference yes. between Cultura and Gabriela or is it the same person? No, I think I think my friends will say that it's it's this that we're we're similar, but I think definitely Cultura is is a little bit more um, 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 uh, aggressive. I'm a little bossy. A boss, bitch. But yeah. Gabriela, yeah, exactly. Gabriela is is the person that people don't think cultura is, which is the you know, kind, sweet, loving, sensitive that. Because I think the persona, especially on Instagram, and people don't know you, or or even when they see me working professional in a, in a professional setting, cultura can come off a little, you know. Yeah, I I honestly thought yeah, you were a little you look a little intimidating just because you're so yeah, you're so fly, you you got it together, <laughs> like you are like you know, you're well respected in in what you do. So it, it's kind of intimidating yeah. to see someone and then when I met you, you were like the sweetest thing. I think I met Gabriela. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Okay, well, that's good that you have that that balance at ba- balance act, and you can kind of like you know go back and forth, but it's still the same essence, which is you. It's just who exactly gets you. Um, exactly. But just to our listeners who may be wanting to get maybe into choreography or may not understand exactly the role of of a choreographer, can you explain like right. the process? of making a show or like, you know, getting hired to like prepare people for music video or, or working Just with doing your a routine. Student. Yeah. Like a routine. Like what is it that you do? It's a great question. Cause I think a lot of people outside of the industry and even within the industry that are not choreographers, maybe managers or the artists themselves really have no idea. So this is kind of a great question because a lot of us choreograph- choreographers, we go through so much, <laughs> so much. It's not just, you know, we get into a, a, a dance studio and we make up steps and then bang, it's done. Our job is kind of labor intensive before the process, during the process and after, you know, it's a lot. And um, I think the beginning of it is, is obviously getting hired. And once that happens, I'm usually given the music and a set amount of time to create based off of management budget and, and scheduling. Because if it was up to the choreographer, we'd have, you know, a week to do one song, but but that's not realistic. Usually we get maybe one rehearsal, two rehearsals. Um, I've done tours in two weeks and that's kind of very typical in the Latin market based off of many, many exterior, you know, things. Um, so doing a yeah, tour it, would be like meaning just to explain it um, in kind of like simple terms, you would be yeah. making up all the choreography choreographies for ev- the entire set of the of the show for the tour for the yeah so mm-hmm. so basically they'll tell me okay this is just the show's an hour and a half we want choreography to 12 numbers sometimes i get to decide which songs those are and sometimes they tell me no we want dances specifically to these it depends on the artist it depends on the on the job and then i'll go into the studio and if i have two weeks let's say uh Let's say, for example, I have 15 songs I have to choreograph in two weeks. Um, I'll try to knock out two songs a day, which is extremely difficult. But um, I've done it a couple times now. I did two tours last year. And so I kind of figured out the, the recipe to do it. Because as a creative, as anyone that's a creative, you don't want to rush the process. That's when you create bad stuff. Um but I have to rush. And that's the, that's kind of like the push and pull of my creative juices, kind of wanting to take my time and not being able to and trying to be efficient with my time and, and all that stuff. So it's, it's really hard creatively, but there's a way to do it. Yeah. And I would think it's really hard to managing like the people that you're teaching this choreographies too. You know, it's not, it's dealing people, dealing with emotions, dealing with, you know, of course. you're under time crunch. So what kind of leadership yeah. skills have you learned just being, you know, just through through your leadership role as a choreographer? You know, I every time I have a job, I learn something new. I learn what works, what doesn't work, what kind of energy works, what does in my attitude. And I think I've learned not only through my, you know, my my uh, my dancers that I work with, but also through watching other choreographers and seeing how they delegate, how they control the room. Um, everyone is different. I know other, everyone's process can maybe work for them, but I think for me, I really appreciate being more, um, like less is more. I think by my talent speaks for itself and that's where I get the respect off jump. Like they, they're like, okay, Kultura knows what she's talking about. So I'm going to respect her. And so I don't feel 
the need to overcompensate by being too aggressive in the room. Because especially when I want to be able to be creative and I want my juices to flow, I need my energy to be open. Um, but I've learned that, you know, it's really, really important to listen to the dancers too and not just be, you know, a tyrant. Because I think when the dancers feel respected, then they also are able to learn. Because like you were saying, it's not just me having to create 15 numbers in two weeks. It's them having to learn 15 numbers in two weeks. And so they also have to be able to be in a safe space as well and feel respected and honored and, and, and that we're on, all on the same page and the same team. Totally. I understand that. And you have been, you know, you've been working with such great talent, including like you went on tour with Ariana. Now you're transitioning more into like the Latin mu music industry, which you're working with Maluma, yeah. with Farruko, also we see Yandel. How did you get involved yeah. in the music scene and, and, and start involving yourself in such huge tours? Well, um, I will say that I, I worked years back for J Balvin and that was just through knowing somebody who knew somebody, but actually how it's been like this domino effect of the last two years of working with all the artists that you just named was a choreographer. His name is Danny Lugo and he's, probably one of the top choreographers in the Latin industry. And he gave me my first opportunity to choreograph for Latin billboards. And I think it was Alejandro Fernandez. And uh, after that, it was just kind of like he brought me on to choreograph a few numbers for Wisin Yandel. And basically, it was just kind of that. It was like this domino effect of him bringing me on and people seeing my work and and he knows. I told him so many times, I'm like, if it wasn't for you, I don't know where it'd be. Literally, because a lot of times, you know, it's competitive and you don't want to bring another choreographer on and, and you know, so you kind of want to do your own thing. But he was open enough to allow me into his space and, and allow me to learn from him and learn the process. Yeah, no. And since then, I feel like I, I've been, you know, watching you rise. I, I obviously work in the music industry as well. And I've seen you, you know, just all of a sudden, everybody's talking about you and everybody knows who you are. And, and, <laughs> and so it's awesome to see that you're rising, but also that you're a woman rising because I don't think there is that many right. spaces in choreography where women in the Latin business have been able to shine. So I love it that totally. you are kind of like paving the way for, for, for those women, you know, Absolutely. at least in high profile positions with like such high profile artists, you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Because it's such a male dominated world in general. And, um, whether it's the arts or not the arts or artists or not, I mean, it's barely top female artists. All of them are, are male when it comes to the Latin industry, of course. Um, and so especially as a choreographer, I mean, not a lot of top female choreographers, especially in the Latin industry. Exactly. I think there's maybe like there is three. Yeah. I don't there, know. there is it. <laughs> and I feel like though, just the choreographer also hasn't been like a, a role that has been kind of like, the light has been shine on, you know what I mean? Like it needs of more, course. it needs more like respect and, you know what I mean? I know you, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so true. And I think that's, that's where, what my purpose was when I, when I came to Miami was to kind of like put some respect on. Yes. On put respect on your name. Damn it. <laughs> yes. It's so true because, you know, these, you know, 
trying to make a living off of what you love to do is 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 the point is the American dream, right? And it's really hard to do it, especially within the Latin industry where they don't understand, like you were saying, like what goes into choreographing or or for the dancers, like to be a part of a show and like what goes into it. And so when they're paying me or they're paying the dancers, they're paying based off of the respect that they have for us. And if they don't have a lot of respect, they don't have a lot of money for us either. And so it's a huge, huge, huge disconnect there that I'm trying to, you know, educate. Every time I get a job, I understand, you know, people not having the budget, but I also, regardless, want to educate and educate and educate and educate. Um, because if not, there's just no way for the dancers and choreographers to thrive in this industry. The money's there. It's just the respect's not there. Right. Well, I'm glad that you are working to get it to where it needs to be. Um, exactly. Aside from that, Absolutely. aside from that, have there been any other challenges now that you're working on this side of the industry? Um, uh, the Latin industry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, besides monetary, I think it's it's the look that the Latin industry is very. They like the girls to look a certain way, the guys to look a certain way, to dance a certain way. And I think my biggest thing besides the money was like, I want the girls to get down. Like my crew is made up of a lot of females and they get down. Like, sure, they're beautiful, sexy. They can dance great in heels, shake their butt, boom. But also they get down in hip hop and and, in house and dance hall and they get nasty. And I feel like, they don't get to do that on stage. Like the guys, sure, they get to do their thing and then the girls come out and shake their butt or whatever. And it's just, you know, it's just boring after a while. It's basic, it's simple. And I want the the artists to know that girls can be sexy in a lot of different ways. And they can really, really have, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's know, about like quality. breaking the stereotype of what exactly. a pretty girl in a video exactly. should should be doing. <laughs> I totally Literally, get it. There's so, so many videos where they're like, okay, can you choreograph this music video? And we want the girls to look like this. And I'm like, okay, do you want a dancer? Or do you want a model? And what, you know what right. I mean? Because I think people have a misconception, again, about what dancing is. Because for so many years in these Latin videos, like girls like haven't needed to really be that good. They just have to look good. And so it's really hard to kind of break that mentality of like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And That's then like coming, dancing. right. And coming from like yeah. hip hop videos that like, remember like Missy videos and all these videos that had amazing exactly. choreography that you would just sit there exactly. and be like, damn, like you couldn't even take your eyes off. You remember that little girl exactly. that used to dance with her? Like, it's just like, Moments like yeah. those that you want to create. But that, that's the whole thing, right? That the industry changed because of the economy. So then when they started getting rid of um, whatever things that they needed to for music videos and tours, the budget cut started with choreographers. They started, they stopped seeing a value in that. And it's actually exactly. so valuable because you're talking about a video that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. So imagine but, how valuable right, that but is. But it was part of the culture. Exactly. So that's valuable yeah. in its Cultura. own. <laughs> yes. It's part exactly. of the culture, like hip, hip hop, dancing. It's part of the culture, and so it it's the. Part but it was of the memorable life. to yeah, you. Twenty years later, you're still thinking about it. So there, that goes to show how important having good choreo is for videos and for tours and stuff like oh that. My God. So you never forget it. Of course, that's what people of pay tic- mm-hmm. high price tickets to go be entertained. And then what's funny is that, like, when I go see an artist, mm-hmm. 
I'm very fixated fixated on the choreographer, like all, all, all the dancers. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Don't, right. don't you do that? Like I do that. Yeah. I look at the stage, the lighting, the way the artist moves back and yeah. forth. Is he going there one, a little bit longer than the other side? Right. Yeah. It's all it's all a strategy. Yeah. Right. Cultura. Of course. It's vital. It's vital. It's what makes these artists timeless, like Janet, Michael, the, the dancing. It's, it's the whole spectacle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, in the last maybe year or so, I think the Latin artists are realizing, like especially with that Daddy Yankee show that just happened. I mean, that was like a lot of dancing. Huge. He, he sold Fadma. out 12 consecutive shows in Puerto Rico. Really? Yeah. And he would sell yeah. them out in an hour. Wow. People were flying in from all over the world to come see him in Puerto Rico. I missed the show. I was in Puerto really? Rico, but I missed the last show because my flight got into late. But yeah, that was amazing. So, Cultura, how do you want to impact the Latin industry through your work, through your choreo? I want to raise the level of quality that's happening. So, whereas there might be many shows that have dancing and choreography in the Latin industry, I want to kind of... um, like you said, bring it back to the, the quality and the visual um, quality of Missy or Chris Brown or Justin Timberlake or those shows, Janet, where it's like, wow, that's incredible. You leave the show and you're like, that's one of the best things I've ever seen. Whereas these Latin shows, it's like, oh, that was fun because I like the music and I just felt like I was in the club all night. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, but hold on. But I, I have a question for you. The, okay. The challenge here, though, is educating people and the artists and management on the importance of it. So, but I think you shouldn't stop. Like, I think you should continue to educate and continue to put in that, like, you know, that passion for bringing dance back and kind of like shifting into this, you know, into this art form that is so key, you know? So I think you should keep going and, and don't feel like, it's a, a lost battle. And I know you don't, but I know that sometimes speaking to people and, and not getting like uh, being understood, it can kind of like deter you from trying, you know? Of course, people can get real, uh, you know, jaded on stuff like that. But I think I've seen the light and I've seen it change and, I'm, and I've been on jobs where I've been able to raise the rate or I've been able to hire my people. Or I've been able to like, you know, speak loudly and proudly and people listen. And so... It, that's the motivation enough. You know what I mean? The little, the little steps, the little victories. So what's your foot, what footprint do you want to live? Like leave, like what's your legacy? What do you want that to be like? Uh, wow. That's a great question. I think more than anything, it's, it's kind of what we've been talking about. It's like breaking the stereotypes, not just what we've been kind of focusing on the, the Latin industry and the quality of dancing, but even just, me being gay and, and dancing with the boys and all that stuff and just in the dance community in general, I want I want I want things to be more open. More open and, and, and less black and white. I think that's 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 what it comes down to is that everything is very black and white. Um and I want people to know that if they speak up, people will listen. I love that. I think you are changing the game already. Yeah. Thank just you. Don't appreciate that. Yeah, don't give up. I think it's so important for you to do this. I think that I think that that's your legacy just making sure that it continues generation through generation. Yeah, cuz you're inspiring, exactly. you know, not only Latinos, but you're you're inspiring like the gay community, you're inspiring like, you know, those those little girls that don't know if like they can potentially make a business out of, 
you know, yeah, have a career out what of, they do, yeah. which is dance, and you can. Exactly. And it applies to anything, really. The, your love for anything that you think that you can't monetize off of or live off of. So that's, I, I, exactly. I, I applaud you for that. Yeah, I think that truly makes you a pioneer in what you're doing. And and I think that little girl back in Los Angeles that was like so inspired by by dance and watching and learning. I think that little girl would be super proud of you right now. What do you think, you know? Oh, my God. What do you think your younger yeah. self will tell yourself today? I think my younger self would, wouldn't even be able to believe it. Because for so many years, it was what I wanted and what I wanted to manifest. And even like something little, like literally, I just moved into a new apartment and I've been manifesting this exact apartment for about a year. And so I, I feel now what my little girl self probably feels is like, is this real? Like, I really, really, really did it. I really, really did all the things that I wanted to do. It's almost like surreal. It's hard to believe. That's amazing. I, I, that gives me like goosebumps because it's like so cool that <laughs> you couldn't even imagine it, but you did and, and you made it happen. Hey, but I heard yeah. too that you you're an artist as well. Are are you you know are you making music too? Yeah, yeah. I actually have a, a little studio in my 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 little apartment. <laughs> um, I've been doing music since, like I said in the beginning, in the beginning, like um since I was nineteen, and it was like a mixture of reggaeton with like house. Um, but when I moved to Miami two years ago, it kind of took a halt because I was like, okay, wait a second. I came to Miami for a purpose, be a choreographer. I want to focus because I'm one of those people that I'm very ADD and all over the place. And I like to do a million different things and then nothing gets done or everything is like, you know, not at the highest quality that it could be. So I really, really focus. But my music is like the heart and soul of everything that I do. And I think that's why I approach artists and choreography the way that I do, because I think like an artist. And I think what I would like if I was in front or if it was my tour, if it was my show, my music video. So, yeah, I mean, I have my setup here and so I'm, I'm ready to go. My brother, my little brother, my little brother, he's a producer. And so we work together and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready 2020 to like release something. I just want to make sure that it's quality, you know, because I know all eyes are on me right now. And I don't want to, you know, you have the name as a choreographer and then you post some uh, song and, and, and it's like, OK, wait a second. No, no, no. That's crazy. So I want to make sure. <laughs> well, I, I can't wait something. to hear it. Yeah, you want to be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally get it. Well, I can't wait to hear yeah, it. I, exactly. I, I'm excited for what you're doing. I'm excited you're in Miami. Um, I, I love that you also like uh, love to do the choreographies that you do that you post on social media with only songs that you are inspired by. And one of them being one of my artists. So I was very excited when yes. you posted Recons Perriando. So yes. um, and you told me you were like, I only do songs that I like. So I'm excited that Cultura yeah. liked it. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I know people and I've, I've been reached out to do things like, Hey, can you choreograph to my song? And, and that's fine. I'll do it. If I like it, I won't just do it for the money at all. I don't like it. Zumba has hit me up. Other things have hit me up and that's cool. There's nothing wrong with Zumba, nothing wrong with it, these other companies, but if it's not aligned with me or it's not something that I'm really, really, really down to promote, I won't do it. Cause I hate inauthenticity and I always, always try to promote being as genuine as possible with all of my art and everything that I yeah, do. Yeah, you should stick to that. I like that a lot. Um, what what yeah. sign are you? I'm a cancer. Oh, you give me cancer vibes. Really? Yeah, yeah, because you have like a, this like calm spirit, but I know that like you come out of your shell, you could like kill somebody. <laughs> but <laughs> literally, literally, that's exactly me. <laughs> right? See, I'm really good yeah. at this. Well, Cultura, thank you yeah. so much. Let everybody know how they can keep in touch with you, where they can find your videos, etc. Okay. My Instagram is at it's Cultura. 
And then on my YouTube, I think if you just type in Cultura Choreography, my YouTube channel and all my and all my videos will pop up there. Amazing. Again, thank you so much for your time. I'm so excited for what you're going to change in the music industry. And I, I can't wait to see more of you. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank Bye. you to all of our listeners. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Bye.